All right, let's welcome everybody out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. Got a really fun conversation with Melissa Diaz from Sweet Vinyl Bake Shop on this episode. It's actually a returning guest for the podcast. But before we get into that conversation, I want to introduce ourselves, let you guys know who the host of the show is, uh, who these voices are, who's talking. Uh, my name is Chris Hollifield. I'm a licensed real estate agent here in the state of Utah with the Copper Canyon real estate team. And I've actually lived in the state of Utah for over 30 years now. So I love talking about Utah and sharing uh, my knowledge with you guys. And hey, and I'm TJ Heidenreich. I'm a loan originator here at Cross Country Mortgage, uh, helping families buy and or refinance. So, uh, and you guys can connect with me at TJ Mortgage on Instagram. Uh, and also shoot me an email at TJ at MyCC Mortgage. And uh, also connect with us on our I Am Salt Lake Instagram. If you you know have anyone that you want to see on the podcast or any topics you guys want us to cover, let us know. Shoot us a DM. Shoot us a message. I Am Salt Lake on Instagram. IamSaltLake.com is the website, though, where you can go listen to all the episodes of the podcast. Over 500 episodes there, over 10 years of content. Go check it out. Like I said, though, Melissa Diaz from Sweet Vinyl Bake Shop, she joins us again on this episode. It was great to catch up with her and find out what she's been up to since the last time she's been on the show. So uh, you got anything else to say, TJ, before we get into this conversation? No, Chris. Yeah, let's jump into it. Awesome. Here's that uh, conversation with Melissa, you guys. Thanks for listening. No, anyway, so we have Melissa Diaz here. We're recording at the uh, Cross Country Mortgage uh, Podcast Studios here. We have Melissa Diaz. Uh, she's joining us in person. I'm here. The, la- <laughs> the last time you chatted with us was November 2020. It's been a long time. For episode 457. But this was like right in the middle of COVID, I think it was. I can't remember exactly. I'm trying to remember November of 2020. It was still kind of... Yeah, I was still feeling fresh. I mean, yeah. the world shut down like what, summer that, that year? Yeah, it was... Uh, so we we did it via Zoom. Yep. And so this is, I think, the first time even meeting in person. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think Chrissy said that she had picked up cupcakes from me a long time ago, but I see so many faces and I'm just like, I don't, maybe, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> who who are you? So what what is, since <laughs> since November 2020 to, what are, what, what are we in, April of April 2020, 2022? 2022, yeah. So a year and a half-ish later, I know you went full-time with this. Which, I did, yeah. Which I, I want to talk about. Yep. But what else is, I mean, anything else between then you're still just making cupcakes? I'm still doing cupcakes. I'm actually doing, I just came back from Vegas. I did a bake sale out at Abel Baker Brewing. So maybe moving forward, the focus will be like, just hit up different breweries that I'm familiar with and do out of state stuff too, for fun. Is that the first time you've done an out of state? Um, That's my second time that I've done a a bake sale at Abel Baker. Okay. Yeah. Do you find though, um, and and we might come back to this and back and forth, the joys of a podcast, but do you (laughs) find that when you go out of state like that to Vegas, you don't have the support like you would maybe here in Utah, right? Because people are a little more familiar with you here. Um, So fun fact, I lived in Vegas for 18 years. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and I, yep. And I opened, I helped open Apple Baker. So whenever I go back, I'll ask the owner, hey, can I pick up like a guest bartending shift? And his social media director contacted me and he's like, wait, you're going to be in town. Why don't you just sell cupcakes too? And I was like, oh yeah, that is an option. (laughs) I totally (laughs) forgot that I do that as well. So you used to bartend then? Yep. I, I don't know. Did we talk about that in, when you were on the Maybe. podcast the first time? Well, yeah, probably because I was working at Saltfire and then... Okay. Sh- oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Now the, the memory is coming back. So <laughs> Abel Baker's is a bar in a bakery? It's a brewery. A, a brewery? In, in Las Vegas. Yep. Okay. 
But they have, it's a bakery too? Nope. Um, so the, the name comes from the first atomic bombs that were tested in Nevada. First oh. being Abel, second being Baker. So they're, oh, uh, okay. yeah, the concept behind the brewery is very um, atomic. Okay. With the sense. Nevada history. Yeah. So let's talk about you going full time. Because to me, that's like everybody's dream, especially in the entrepreneur world. However, it's one of the scariest leaps oh you can ever make. It is a, so scary. Like I think that um, I found myself just being stretched so thin yeah. that I finally needed a push to be like, all right, this is it. Like maybe we should reevaluate everything. Um, at the time I was bartending at Bewilder three days a week and then trying to bake two days a week. But there were so many private orders or like either market opportunities that would come up and I would, I'd have to turn them down because I just didn't have time or I was physically tired. Bartending is hard. Yeah, oh yeah, I had <laughs> um, Bewilder has such a huge space. So you're running back and forth. I mean, you're getting all your steps. Good for you. But you're tired at the end of the day. So the last thing I wanted to do was head into the kitchen for another four hours, standing in one place, you know, piping, doing all the baking and all that stuff. So took a long, hard look and just said, okay, what are the pros and cons, right? Like pro, you'll be less tired. <laughs> you'll do something that genuinely makes you happy. Um, I think I was coming to the end of my rope of my bartending days. I've been doing it for 15 years um, across three different states. So I think it was just time to focus on making pretty things. Well, I'm sure bartending gets kind of tough. I mean, late night, you're not getting home till probably two or three in the morning. I don't know what time you get home, but, but it just seems like it would be like in the middle of the night. Right. So your sleep schedule's all over the there's, board. There's no consistent schedule. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's short-staffed. So it's like you're working doubles where you're, you know, I was opening at 11 a.m., going on a break for two hours, coming back and then closing the, the night shift. And it's like, that's not sustainable. It's not good for mental health. It's not good for your personal health. Um, I could see myself like not wanting to work out, not wanting to, you know, do the things that I normally do if I had a, a stable schedule. How long have you been doing this full time then? Um, you, with you, sweet vinyl? Yeah. How long? Literally you, two weeks. Okay. Oh, this is fresh. <laughs> this is week two. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, do you know what to do with all your extra time now? Or I do you work really, out now. Okay. You <laughs> work all. out now. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, all these cupcakes, you, you got to work them off. There I you this go. is true. I mean, I am also the tester. So. <laughs> so what was it? I mean, it was just, just not lack of time. I mean, it, it, how do I word this? Like, did you have to figure out like how much money you needed before you right. went full time or, or how did you figure out? I think I just did a numbers crunch and I did, you know, a, a monthly budget. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here are your bills. Here's what you have to spend for ingredients for gas. Now that that's pretty pricey. And I narrowed it down to, if I bake for four accounts, three days a week consistently, like I'm covered. And so everything else beyond that is then just bonus. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. And so with there being a holiday almost every month, right? Yeah. If you really dig deep, there's a holiday every month. And so if you do cupcakes for each one of those holidays, um, I do mix packs and like four packs. Uh, this weekend is Easter. So I've already, I've been, I just checked my phone before I got here and there was another gal that messaged me, I'll take two four packs. And so, you know, that adds on to the, the income for the week. And so... I think I just needed that extra little push. And my partner was finally like, listen, I'm here for you, whatever you need. Don't stress about exterior bills outside of your personal. And let's just focus on getting you back on track and getting you happy. That's awesome. And doing something that makes you, yeah, smile. So what would you tell somebody that's listening? Like, let's say they have a business and they want to go full time. I mean, is there any advice you would give them? 
don't be scared, but still be scared okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's that fear that's going to drive you. Right. Um, I mean, currently I have four potential new accounts that I can go pick up. So I'm going to be meeting with them throughout the week. Um, I've baked already for Scion Cidery, the Cidery bar that okay. just opened. I baked for them once. Um, so I'll be meeting with them. Drew from Grid City hit me up via Instagram. So it's kind of like this, I guess it's like a small adrenaline rush of like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it this week, but hey, I have these meetings and it's potential and it's, you know, it's something that gets you excited. So as long as you have that fear and excitement burning inside of you, you're going to be fine. And people know who you are and people know about your cupcakes. I mean, I'm well, not that they're, they're, well, they're learning about who you are. Yes. And I mean, even listeners of this podcast now, hopefully they reach out and order some of your cupcakes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because they're, they're great. I mean, <laughs> well, and for first time listeners yeah. that didn't hear your first yeah. episode, what what is Sweet Vinyl? Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, even you talk about yeah. making them for these different breweries yeah. and yeah. stuff like um, that. Yeah, so I specialize in alcohol-infused cupcakes and desserts. I also do cheesecakes. Um, but I partner with a lot of breweries and distilleries in town, and I'll bake for them on a weekly basis. So you can find these cupcakes either at, right now, full-time at Bewilder. Hopkins just picked me back up. Um, Saltfire is going to feature me on Sundays. Salt Flats does a firkin every Thursday and then Ketos as well. So those are kind of my full-time accounts that I've, you know, going to continuously bake for. But I also do private orders. So I have a, I'm going to be posting my menu again pretty soon. Just, I post it like every three months. But yeah, I can, now that I'm working out of the Leonardo Museum, they have a huge commercial kitchen in the basement. And so I'm able to pump out literally hundreds of cupcakes in a shift, which is pretty awesome. All right, we're going to take just a couple of minutes now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. Remember, guys, when you support our sponsors, you're directly supporting the podcast. Hey, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at utahmarijuana.org. They are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. Yes, guys, you heard me right. Medical marijuana is legal here in the state of Utah. And now you can get your medical card from utahmarijuana.org. Their team of medical cannabis experts, they make getting your medical card easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find your relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. Again, that code is GREEN25. Take advantage of that. Plus, it'll let them know that you're a listener of the podcast, right? right? They'll know where you came from. Uh, utahmarijuana.org head on over to their website tons of great blog articles there plus all the locations that they have are listed right there on the website they got tons of locations along the wasatch front again that website is utahmarijuana.org go check it out go support these guys and uh, tell them thank you for being a sponsor of this podcast so when you say alcohol infused i mean you got to remember we live in a in a area that people get a little nervous with alcohol is i mean (laughs) these aren't going to make you drunk no no i've given them to like my six-year-old niece yeah totally fine yeah because you're cooking the alcohol right so the the beer or the liquor goes into the batter and then i reintroduce it via the frosting or just basting method um but there's not i mean you would be an instant diabetic (laughs) if you tried to get drunk off the cupcake yeah no i mean i i figured as much i mean i remember years ago uh growing up in california I, I still remember this for some reason. My mom found a can of beer on the beach and she's like, Oh, I'll make beer bread with this. 
And so I remember uh, she made beer bread. And I just thought, I mean, I'm like <laughs> seven or eight years old, right? Yeah, and I and just thought like, oh, that was the coolest thing ever. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I, grew, I grew up Mormon, you okay. know? And so, so it was like, we didn't have beer in the house growing up. And uh, so it was wild, right? But then I remember her explaining that the alcohol got burned off or, yes. or whatever in, in the cooking. That's but awesome. Just, I don't know that yeah. story. Just I always <laughs> think of that whenever yeah. I think that's of awesome. your, your, your cupcakes. Oh, that's funny. So, so I mean, you're, you're, you make individual cupcakes for each brewery. Do you ever like take some from, say, one brewery to another brewery? I mean, are you allowed to, like, sell them uh, at yes. different places? Cross-contamination is Cross-contamination, <laughs> I guess. Funny. Um, so the cupcakes that I actually brought you guys, I so I started going through my beer collection at home because I have so much beer and I, you know, I'm only one person. I can't consume it all. You but could I've, if you tried. I mean, if I tried, <laughs> if I really buckled down and focused. But I found a Fisher Crowler. And I want to say it's been in my fridge since December. I hosted a bottle share at my house and it was the buzzard brown. And luckily enough for me, Bewilder and Hopkins, they don't really care what flavor cupcakes go to their venue. They just want cupcakes there. And so I was like, oh, what if I just use this Fisher beer and then I'll split the batters and they can both have them. So this is a buzzard brown cupcake with butterscotch chocolate chips and then it's a salted caramel cream cheese frosting and then with more butterscotch Chips. Wait, these are the cupcakes. Uh-huh. You, you, Those, I brought them. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm looking at them, I, <laughs> but the way you described them. There's, I, I mean, there's no easy way awesome. to describe the cupcakes. There's at least 20 words yeah, minimum. Well, no, and I, <laughs> I, I, I want to get a picture here before we get into these, you know, because they, they, they look off the hook. So, thank you. Yeah. Well, what gave you the idea? Like what to start this, this brand, this business? So I actually apprenticed with a bake shop out of Las Vegas back in 2012. Um, and it was called Pick Your Poison Bake Shop. And so they were doing it in Las Vegas. They're the same concept, alcohol-infused treats. Um, they then moved to Austin, Texas, and I moved with them. My job was frosting. That's it. I was with them for about a year and a half, and that was my only job, was to just perfect the frosting, do the frosting, and then also sell on the food truck. Um, that company then dissolved in 2014. I moved back to Vegas. Um, I was proposed to, so I moved to my future husband's hometown-ish. Yeah. Um, so I moved back to Vegas and I just, I really loved it. I fell in love with it. I was baking when I was younger with my parents, you know, we would always do Mexican cookies for Christmas, Easter, all of that stuff. And so my partner encouraged me. He's like, I think you should continue, like, just keep baking, just keep doing it for people. Baked for the wedding, which was not smart. We talked about that last yeah. time. <laughs> I did 300 cupcakes the night before my wedding. Oh my Super gosh. smart. Don't do that. So, 300 the they, night before yeah, your wedding? So, Did like, they look just they like... They were not that size. They were I was going to say... They were smaller. Like, yeah. I so, couldn't imagine making 300. No, I had like had a working line with like my nieces and nephews. I'm like, all right, all of you are going to line yeah. cupcake tins <laughs> and, and then we'll get to work. But yeah, I just kept doing it from there. And then once we moved here, he again kind of gave me the push. He's just like, I think you should do it. He's like, I don't, I've not seen anything like this in, in Salt Lake City and it's unique. People love sugar and they love beer. Yeah. Why not? Now, you said you, you haven't seen anything like this in Salt Lake. I mean, is there stuff like this in other cities? Have you seen alcohol-infused baked goods, I guess? I have, yeah. So or, um, Las Vegas has another company. I think they're called Sin City Cupcakes. Okay. And well, then when, Salt, yeah, Vegas has everything. Right. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas has alcohol, all of it. They, I think there's a company that also does alcohol-infused ice cream, okay. which is pretty cool. Out of Vegas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. There's a company here that does ice cream as well. And oh, the name escapes me and I'm so sorry. With the alcohol? Mm-hmm. They've used, I've seen them use Keto's beer before. Oh, wow. And they've also used kombucha. 
Oh man. Oh wow. I'll have to bring them on the podcast. Yeah, sometime. I know. I start, I started following them on social media not too long ago and okay. I just the name escapes me. Um I haven't personally tried them. I would like to. I love ice cream. But yep, that's kind of where it came from. So just that's I cool. apprenticed with the girls long time ago and then just kept doing it myself. And it's just taken off. I mean, do you do like special orders? Like if somebody wanted a birthday cake or, or something um, so like that? So I don't do cakes. I'm not skilled. To, oh, come to, on. I, or maybe I haven't practiced enough. I don't know. I do naked cakes really well. <laughs> with no frosting on the outside. Um, but I do cheesecakes. I've done some pies. I have a okay. really good pie crust recipe from my partner's grandmother. So I've used that. But yeah, no, right now it's just cupcakes. I did get um, a couple of DMs. People wanted me to do like their wedding in like the fall okay. for 200 guests, which is pretty cool. So awesome. we'll, we'll do a tasting with them at the end of the month to see if they like them. All right. We're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. Been talking about getting sweet haircuts there for, gosh, five, six, seven years now. Isaac there, he has been doing a bang-up job with every time he cuts my hair, I walk out of there feeling like a million bucks. They are located at 10 East, 800 South, really close to downtown Salt Lake City. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. They are a true community barbershop, and they focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. They do take walk-ins if they're available, but do as I do and just get yourself a guaranteed appointment, which you can book online at saltlakebarberco.com. Select uh, the barber you want, the services you want, and you have yourself a guaranteed appointment. Again, that website, saltlakebarberco.com. Go check it out. Go support these guys. And uh, as always... Many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for being one of our awesome sponsors. Any employees yet? I guess, I mean, you just barely went full-time yourself. Yeah, so I just I went full-time myself. you have anybody that comes in to help you um, I do have my friend, like, bit, or Yeah, my friend Mitch and then my friend Steph, they'll come in on like days that they have off and they just want to hang out with me in the kitchen. Okay. And, you know, I just put them in the dish pit. I'm like, all right, cool. If you do this, then I can focus on something else. So it, you know, shortens my yeah. day at least by two hours, which is really nice. And and you're in a commercial kitchen now. I am, yeah. I, the Leonardo. I don't think you were when we chatted before. Oh, I was at Hopkins Brewing. Okay, when we chatted, baking but, out of it. It mm-hmm. is just a lot better of a situation it's for you. Way bigger, yes. And I have like my own section where at Hopkins I had to like share the space with the kitchen, and it was really small. So I'd have to bring in all of my ingredients like day of, and then ship them back out. So it was kind of a stressor just because I didn't have somewhere permanent to have all of my ingredients or enough cold storage. And, mm. but Chad was really awesome to let me like start off there. You know what I mean? Cause you needed to be legit and you needed to have the department of agriculture come look at your space and all of these things. So now that I'm at the Leonardo museum, it's just, there's two other companies that cook out of there. Um, Hollaback dough. She does this amazing hollow bread. Okay. So good. And then uh, Salt City Kitchen. So she just prepared meals for the family, basically. You can order them online and either put them in the oven or put them in the microwave. And so the three of us share the kitchen. I thought in the state of Utah, they passed some law a few years back that like any, you could bake out of your home and, and stuff depends. like that. Like, cause you were mentioning the Department of Agriculture has to come and sign you off and right. all of that. So I guess that wouldn't work if people wanted to sell baked goods from home so you could you just have you can't have animals i have two dogs so you can't have that you can't have porous countertops so if you had like stainless steel or something that wasn't going to absorb any of the baking that you were doing i know people there's chocolatiers that work out of their house that's like less of an issue 
I could try to get my house zoned yeah. for that, but it's just too much of a headache. <laughs> you might as well just get a kitchen. Just I get mean, a kitchen. I, I would yeah. imagine it's the cold storage I need yeah. is significant. So right. well, then plus, I mean, you're not in your own house messing that up every day, right? And, and uh, it's it, a lot better, I'm sure. But I, I was just kind of curious. Where do you see this going? Like in five years. Do you have like a five-year goal here with this? I mean, um, you, you've gone full-time now. Yeah, now you we're full-time. got a kitchen. I mean, do you mm-hmm. ever see yourself having your own brick-and-mortar bakery or? Totally. I mean, yeah. Yes. So the plan is to move forward just like this for the rest of the year, right? Doing it myself, still continuing out of the Leo. Keeping my overhead pretty low is kind of smart, especially yeah. with the ups and downs of COVID, like, I'm seeing coffee shops close left and right, like these tiny little places. There was a space that I was looking at in Sugar House and a coffee shop went in and what, six, seven months later, it was already closed down. So it's kind of, that's, that's too scary for me right now. If we can keep going forward, this would be great. Eventually I did want to open a, or I do want to open a bakery and a tap room to kind of feature all of my friends, right? It's a Mm one-stop shop, like have all my friends there, be able to sell their beer on draft, even have like a little store to go would be great. We just have to find the right space. We have to make sure it's the right timing. What do you know now doing this that you wish you could go back to the beginning? Ooh, when you started all this, because I'm sure you've learned a lot. Because how many how many years have you been doing it now? Total. Oh, I got Five my years? LLC in 19. Okay. Yeah. So like three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you've learned a lot. I have learned a lot. Yep. Freeze the cupcakes for a little bit and then go on deliveries because you, oh. <laughs> you don't have to worry about them melting because it's cream cheese frosting. That's like one major thing. Okay. So they've melted on you while you're out trying to deliver them to people? Um, when the when the weather gets warmer, yes. I'm, last year, I took the summer off just because there was no way that I was going to try to deliver from downtown or Hopkins at the time, sorry, Hopkins all the way over to like Salt Flats or sure. to Quito's. Like it's just too much of a stressor for the cupcakes and I want them to taste and look pretty. So you took the summer off just because of that. Yeah. Do you plan on taking this summer off? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What what about doing any farmer's markets or anything? So we've looked at that. I want to do more of the beer festivals Okay. just because I, right. I feel like that's where my audience is, Mm -hmm. right? Farmer's markets are more geared toward like families and stuff. So if I show up with alcohol infused cupcakes to a farmer's market on a Saturday, they're going to be like, what? Should I have lunch first? <laughs> Is that a thing? But if I go to beer festivals, you're just you're amongst your peers, right? You're amongst all your friends and people out having fun and you know, oh, there's beer in this? Like, yeah, let's eat that. So Can I eat this and drive? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite flavor, like or anything that Oh gosh. So Someone just asked me this uh, in an interview, and my favorite cupcake to date is the mole porter cupcake that I made with Bewilder Brewing, um, just because it ties into my Latin roots. It's uh, I don't know if you've had mole personally, but it's it's spicy, it's chocolatey, it's got cinnamon in it. Um, so it just reminds me of my childhood and my mo- my mom's cooking. And so I was able to do this spicy chocolate cinnamon cupcake uh, with Mexican chocolate cream cheese frosting. And then I did like a spicy um, habanero skull, like a chocolate skull on top of it. So just visually, it was one of my favorites. I'm kind, I'm a metalhead, so I love anything that has skulls and like of just, just metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you ever like plan on doing classes? Like cooking class or baking classes? Oh, you I ever don't know. Like Rachel about- Ray? I don't, I don't know, so. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, there you, go. you could do some like Saturday classes and pe- um, teach maybe, people how to make yeah. cupcakes. I so don't know. there's a company called Syrup Co. Yeah. And they make yeah. the, the syrups for cocktails. And they actually reached out to me and they were like, we want to do like a, a 
cocktail class, but also with cupcakes. And so we have to revisit that. That was maybe oof, maybe a month ago that I got that that message. I think maybe like a build your own cupcake situation where just to cut the time down, you know what I mean? Like have the cake already made and then just do a decorating class would be kind of fun. And, you know, sip some cocktails while you're doing it. So... But you don't know that everything, everything is wide open with what you can do with right. it. But uh, how can listeners of the podcast, like how could they support you? I mean, I guess just buy your cupcakes. Yeah. Right? I mean, is there any other ways that we could support you as, as listeners of the podcast? Um, I mean, tell your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just if you're at a party and someone's or like, oh, here's some cupcakes. Be like, oh, where'd you get them from? Oh, well, next time let's try this place. Just word of mouth is honestly what drives my business. Um, I don't have a website. I like keeping it compact to social media just because it's still more personal. Um, I can still deal with people, you know, one-on-one. I had a message this morning, a woman was like, can you send me your menu? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I sent it to her and now she's ordering cupcakes for pickup on Saturday. And so just if you message me directly on Facebook or Instagram, I check them all the time. I'm on there religiously because it's literally what drives my business. So... Yeah. That's right. You don't have a website. Mm-mm. Any plans to make one? You don't. You don't feel you need one. If I get employees, yes. If okay. I get busy to the point where I need to start hiring people to help me pump these out, then yes. I go right now. I just I love it. I love doing what I'm doing. Working directly with the breweries is really fun for me. And then doing like these holiday pickups. Um, so this holiday pickup is going to be at Mamachari Kombucha, and then next month we'll probably move it to Hands Kombucha. Okay. Like- Very cool. Very cool. Let's talk about Salt Lake City. We have we have some Salt Lake City questions. Oh, I, I remember I, I know, this from last I know, time. I know, I know. I asked you when you were you know on the podcast first, but of course we got to ask you again. I'm hey. sure answers have changed, right? Probably because now things are open. Yeah, I think. Well, and, and that's actually speaking of that, that's kind of goes back to uh, you know how can listeners support you because I know businesses got hurt so bad over the last few years, and businesses are still trying to come out and and you know put their head above water, I guess you would say. And so it's like, I want to support you guys. And I want to make sure that other people are supporting. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're out at a brewery and you see cupcakes on the menu, just buy them. Yeah. Because chances are they're probably for you. (laughs) uh, So the Salt Lake City questions, if uh, family and friends, they're visiting you, I'm sure they've visited from Vegas or I don't know where a majority of your family's from, but they're like, Hey, show us around Utah, show us around the Valley, around Salt Lake City. Cause in their head, they're probably like, oh, what is this weird place? Oh, I right? always get like, what do we even do there? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you still There's... get people that ask yes. you that? Oh, every, all the time. Yeah. I just had um, one of my friends, Patrick, he came in. We went to a Judas Priest show. Okay. And so he's like, well, I'm only coming in for the show. And then I got to go back because I got to work. And I'm like, what? I, I can't even show you anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to come. I'm going to buy you a beer at the show and then we're done. Um, but no, I, I did have a friend come over during the summer. She's also from Vegas. She's not a big drinker. But we took her to a couple of my favorite breweries in town, um, you know, Ketos, obviously Bewilder, Grid City, and then Saltfire would be like my top ones that I always take people to. I just love the atmosphere. I mean, you could play pinball at Ketos, you could play darts at Bewilder. Grid City has an awesome food menu. Now that their patio, their rooftop patio is open, it's just a gorgeous view of like the entire valley. So if you get there at the right time, you get to catch the killer sunset. So it's beautiful. Um, and then Saltfire has the cat. Who doesn't want to visit a cat? <laughs> well, you you know, give them the beer tour. Of, right, of yeah. You, and people probably don't expect that Salt Lake City would have such delicious beers. Exactly, on, yeah. On tap even, you know. So what about any favorite local eating spots? One or two favorites. I'm sure probably oh. one of the bars that you go to have 
delicious food. Yeah, but- Bewilder has great food. We really like it there. I also like Handlebar. So I go there. I used to go every we- uh, Wednesday for karaoke. Yeah. So one of my girlfriends, she runs the karaoke there. and But their food is really good. They've really? got awesome. T- yeah. I, I've heard it's really good. There. <laughs> so good. Tacos, yeah. nachos, all of it. Like if you want some solid like bar food, go there for sure. Um, Kyoto is my favorite sushi place. And it's actually in our neighborhood. It's like catty corner of um, Hub and Spoke, I think, is the name of like the brunch places. Cr- Great. Oh, my. Have you been there? No, I haven't. They have alcoholic oh. milkshakes. Uh, really? See? Crazy more good. boozy Yeah, things. more boozy <laughs> things. Yeah, Hub and Spoke, it's, a, it's like an all breakfast. Oh, cool. Um uh, and where's that at? Uh, 11, uh, about, it's in Sugar House. It's like uh, 13th and 11th? Okay. I think so, yeah. yeah. just right before you get up, like, go up the hill. Isn't it right cool. across the street from Liberty Fresh Market there, I think? it's right. Liberty Fresh is pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. For some reason, I'm visualizing it. Yeah, but Kyoto's right awesome. Every time we go there, I leave in a sushi coma. At their good sushi, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. I'll have to try it out. Yeah, for sure. And then Hopkins has great food as well. Very cool. Yeah. What would you change about? Salt Lake City or about the Valley, like let's say you had a magic wand or you were the mayor. Is there anything you would change? I would change a lot of stuff. Um, I think <laughs> just because I'm I'm in the brewing industry, uh-huh. in the brewing world, um, my hope is that one day draft beer will be higher than 5% simply because we're wasting so much. Breweries are ha- being forced to can their product or bottle their product when you're drinking it in the tap room, you're still cracking it open and handing it over to the guest. So now you're forcing me to waste an aluminum can or waste a bottle hmm. when I could have it on draft, but just regulate the ounces. Hmm. So in Vegas, we would have, you know, out of control ABV beer on tap. So say there's a 15% beer on tap. We're only serving five ounces of it. We're here. I'm being forced to either purchase a 16 ounce can or a 22 ounce bomber if it's in a bottle. Hmm. So now you're making me consume more because it's higher ABV as opposed to if it was on draft easily, you know, ready for the bartender to just pour me five ounces of it. Like that's the one thing that I would change. You figure if every brewery is having to can or bottle their beer, every brewery is now spending that much money. All of those cans don't get recycled properly. You know what I mean? Like we do as good as we can, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of waste going into our trash system mm-hmm. that shouldn't be there. So explain that to me, because a lot of people listening, including myself, right? We don't keep up on all the alcohol laws here mm-hmm. in Utah, as well as I sh- I used to stay on top of it a lot more. But the 5% that comes out of draft versus like in a can, like how much would be in a can or I mean, so, that much more okay, I'll, alcohol? Maybe I'll talk about Bewilder because that's where I worked. So yeah. I mean, across the board in all the tap rooms in Utah, if you have beer on draft, it's 5% or lower. Because that's the regulated percentage rate. Mm. What would it be in like Vegas? Like for anything, example? it would be anything in okay. Vegas. I've seen the highest I've seen in Vegas is like a seventeen percent stout. Okay, um, but they're pouring it in five ounce glasses instead of so at Bewilder. If you brew something that's higher than five percent, it automatically has to go in a sixteen like a can. Uh, they chose the sixteen ounce can specifically for the brewery, but uh, Shades does twelve ounce cans. Epic bottles their stuff in you know twenty two ounce bomber bottles. I think they do cans as well. But now you figure that when you go to the tap room, if you want something that's higher than 5%, oh, okay, well, now I have to buy 16 ounces of it in a can. You crack the can open and you hand it to me. What's the difference of just pouring it on draft instead of creating that extra waste? Well, it's just loopholes that Mm -hmm. we figured Mm -hmm. out really, I mean, when it comes down to it. But I don't think a lot of people really understand, like we deal with the weird laws here, but we don't really 
think about it, right? We're not really thinking about like, gosh, it would be nice to have a higher percentage on tap. Yeah. Right. I mean, because right now they regulate wine or sorry, cider as wine. So cider you can get at any ABV on draft and then they put it in a carafe or I believe a five ounce pour as well. So what's the difference of just doing that with beer? That way we're cutting down the waste. I mean, you walk into these breweries and there's pallets high from the floor to the ceiling of just empty cans waiting to be canned on the canning line where I don't know the actual percentage, but even if it was 50-50 going into the tap room, being cracked open, handed over to a guest or being, you know, bought to go and walking out the door, there's still like at least 50% waste that you're not guaranteed all of it's recycled. So it's just, again, yeah, extra I wonder when they're going to change that law. Yeah. Soon, because I'm just going to stand at the Capitol with the sign that says, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> there used to be, I mean, we've relaxed a lot, though, in the yeah. state of Utah. I mean, I remember... Uh, private club for members. I mean, I, I only heard about that. I never saw it. <laughs> that was a wild time. And just, I mean, I don't, I don't uh, remember everything, but just, yeah, I just remember, I mean, even a lot more available in grocery stores now than there used to be. And we're changing slowly, yeah, slowly, right? slowly, slowly. Now, how can listeners connect with you? Like, let's say they want to reach out. They want to find out more about your cupcakes. They want to find out more about you. Where would they go? Um, yep. Just Instagram. It's Sweet Vinyl Bake Shop. Facebook, same thing. Sweet Vinyl Bake Shop. Just send me a DM, write a comment, share a story. I'm there. I'm always available. And is your menu on there? On the, um, I'm going to well? repost it again, but I post it about every three months. Um, so my menu's on there and then... Whenever I do holiday stuff, I always do a post about three weeks before the holiday okay. so that you can plan for it. Mother's Day is cool. I'm collaborating with um, a candle maker out of Las Vegas. So I'm planning on doing a lemon la- or lemon lavender cupcake, and she made lemon lavender candles. Oh, cool. So it's going to smell like the cupcake tastes. So you can get some cupcakes for mom. Cupcakes for mom and then a candle. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was going to ask you, like, uh, things coming up, any events that you're going to be at, anything you want to promote? I mean, since this will be up Sunday night. Oh, yeah, cool. I think I'm going to revisit Brewstillery. I was invited and I paid for a booth. And the fact that I was still having to juggle Bewilder and the cupcake schedule, I kind of pulled back. Um, but I paid for the booth. So I might reach out to Nick from uh, slug magazine and see if there's still space for me. And when is that? That's in like, uh, it's June 18th. Yeah. I, say. I was going to say it's mm-hmm. coming up here. That's always a fun, yeah, a fun festival. Anything, uh, anything else you want to ask her TJ before we wrap this episode up? I mean, no, it was, I'm it was good. great to have you back through oh, here thanks and, for having and, me. and chat with you and <laughs> catch up with you. And, and no dramatic uh, haircut though. I thought that I was going to have a Bob by now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything else you're looking forward to this summer? I mean, summer's right around the corner. Camping. Oh, yeah, all go. of the camping. Yeah. We just got a really cool R pod last year, but we got it at the end of the season. So we only took it out twice. Oh, cool. That'll so, be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to go camping. We can get our weather in check. Yeah. It's 70 one day and snow in the next <laughs> i know so funny very cool well it's so good to have you back on the podcast thank you and you know i always tell people you know let's catch up down the road right yeah we'll see you in two more years there you go. <laughs> awesome all right many thanks again to melissa for joining us on this episode of the podcast all of the uh, links to connect with her are going to be on the episode show notes for this podcast episode at IamSaltLake.com. So go connect with her. Let her know you heard her on the podcast and say, gosh, you know, you did such a great job. Now I want to eat some of those uh, delicious cupcakes that you have. There you go. IamSaltLake.com is the uh, website for the podcast. So go connect there. Go listen to some of the back uh, episodes of the podcast. And if you're looking to move or move across town, if you're looking for a home with a little bit more room, 
reach out to me. I'd love to help you find your next home here in, in the Salt Lake City area. Uh, my number is 801-244-2908. Hey, you guys can also connect with me um, also same, along the same lines. If you guys are curious on you know looking to move or looking to, to buy and have questions on monthly payments or whatever, please connect with me. You can give me a call at 801-694-1733. And TJ and I, we're here every week with a brand new episode where we're chatting with cool people or cool topics here in the state of uh, Utah in the Salt Lake City area. So make sure you subscribe in whatever podcast app you listen to uh, podcasts in. And until next week, get out and support local and have a great week, you guys. See See you next week.